0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening Podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening Podcast. I am your host, ruscreening.com's own Mark Eastman and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard hello and uh this week uh you know if you listen to the show all the time you know that we uh have been trying to run through a lot of movies and we're like woefully mad at that yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah because yeah, uh we get a couple and we just keep talking we about get them. gun on it yeah and then the next thing you know, there's like five minutes and we're supposed to do like <laughs> right. two, more two more movies films. or something. Yeah. Um, and this week, uh, as we're trying to get through everything, we've already now had the golden globes and the critics choice awards. And now the critics choice awards were just last Sunday. Uh, I am, you know, morally obligated to talk about them a lot That's right. and, uh, try to get you to uh, recognize how awesome they are and, you know, tune in last Sunday or whatever, were you, were you, um, but uh, otherwise uh, just uh, hype them up and talk yeah. about how great they are. And uh, so we still have movies to cover uh, and we still got the Oscars uh, to deal yeah. with. So what I think is going to happen probably is like next week, um, we're probably going to just run through like everything else I mean, a, a, as much as we possibly can yeah and then those movies we may talk about more in like future episodes where we'll give yeah. them a little bit of a better uh review but we'll kind of go through pretty quick with everything uh because then before long right in like two mm. weeks or maybe three. Yeah. But preferably in like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, wow. We got to do our list. Man, so close. we got to have our, uh, we got to have our best I list mean, before it's like March. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was thinking that's, it's finished, but you're right. But then hey, two weeks is February. Like, right. What? So, uh, mean, so what? yeah, we got to get on that with our uh, best list and then our worst list and then our uh, can't win awards. Mm hmm. Uh if you don't know what that is, uh tune into some other episodes and find out or uh yeah. right. but this week so uh we're going to talk for a while about uh the critics choice and uh how wonderful they are. And then um just for like a palate cleanser of all the awards talk, I think we might uh just circle back around uh to like a fun uh Crazy movie, right? Yeah, nobody's talking about for any award. Yes. Uh, speaking of like, can't win, I right? Mean, who knows? I know, right? Like, this I'm telling you, man, it's uh, it's the perfect opportunity, anyway, right? Uh, may not be deserving, right? But this is what we're talking it's about. The it's a movie that yeah. certainly is not a <laughs> pretty award. Telling you, uh, Violent Night. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, get to that today, and then potentially. We may circle around to some other things like uh, TAR or Empire of Light yeah. or some other uh, awards things. But uh, like I said, first, we're just going to kind of, I think, jump in. And uh, and if you didn't catch the Critics' Choice Awards, I don't know, figure out how you can watch it, I guess. Find it's someone who on, recorded it or yeah, whatever. Yeah it it was uh it was a fun night it was an interesting night and uh some of the best things that happened i think um apart from the fact that uh who was it seth rogan i think uh was like bashing on the critics choice because (laughs) i mean you know uh i don't know Uh, like you know not to bash somebody just because they bash the critics choice awards but I mean what a weird right that's your draw that's goofy, that's what you're going to do like thing I thought that like he can you just not think of anything funny to say so you have to like mm-hmm. bash wherever you are I don't know it's like really weird yeah um for those who didn't turn in basically he bashed the critics choice awards like for airing on the CW right <laughs> right more or less right um which I mean I think is really weird and it was funny because you know he uh, talked in this like weird rant about how, how like uncool we were for right. being on you know cbs's least like network and our least like network because we didn't nominate any those that were on the cw right <laughs> right and uh but was what was weird about it was that he was talking about like uh you know why don't you get on another network like Mm-hmm. how hard can it be you're on at uh four o'clock on the cw or something because <laughs> yeah. you know i don't know it's live and right uh, and you that's know, the on slot the West Coast right. or whatever right and i'm just like and he and he said something like you know uh as far as i understand this industry and i'm like well I mean might as well just say you don't understand right. the industry because you're not saying anything that makes any sense right. anyway uh like you know uh we were like we own all the networks and we're like well let's see where we'll put ourselves or whatever like i don't you know he it was it was just odd yeah i don't know it was very very strange thing anyway uh so just uh jumping into the awards it was also interesting um because you know watching it i don't know just made me think about a lot of the nominations more than just like you know looking at the nominations when they came yeah. out or whatever i don't know um but it was i thought of it, uh interesting in a lot of ways everything everywhere all at once won a bunch of stuff and uh i think for the most part i really didn't have any problems with the winners you know uh usually there are a couple things that i'm like ah that one and you know (laughs) i didn't really run into like you know a lot of that um usually i pick weird things and uh (laughs) and i i have things that i still think should one and and did get nominated at least so that's you know good uh but there, there weren't anywhere. I'm like, oh my god, like that one, and I expected there to be, right? right? Because I expected right. Steven Spielberg to win,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, right,
0: and he didn't, which I thought was just awesome. Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> you. And uh, the oh, fablements oh, didn't win, and uh, so it is interesting. Like, if you look at the golden globes, and as we always try to, I think, ram into our listeners, hopefully, uh, people are you know getting something out <laughs> of listening to us. Um, it, it, if you get anything about awards from us, uh, let yeah. it be like the 18 percent winners, like yeah, that man. is oh uh, man, because I swear to god, like, somehow the the <laughs> public at large yeah. or whatever just does not seem to like get that like it just doesn't what? translate into the final you know analysis of things after yeah. the award shows happen Right, like you, so everything, everywhere, all at once, one best picture, and right. you know, hooray! Right, I, I guess it's fine. Right, it's, it's fine. Uh, it, you know, it's a pretty good movie. It's not like it was a bad movie. I didn't not like it or whatever. We we actually rated it really high. But the thing is, it's one of eleven of those ten movies. Right, eleven. Uh, I mean, you know, what are you going to eleven for? Strangely, eleven. Why do they have eleven? It's uh, it's like. Well, yeah, but yeah, no, coding, what do you voting? So the Golden Globes, which you know does the whole drama comedy thing, right? Yeah. Gave gave Best Picture to the Fablemans and Banshees. Right. And you know that those were splitting like a lot of the votes. Yeah. But what I also just really kind of struck me is how I mean this is you know sounds worse than it is, but just how bad all those movies are, yeah, right? Right. I mean I'm looking through the things and and to be honest, I just didn't love Elvis. A lot of people loved Elvis and think it was a great movie. Um, Butler won the yeah. uh, acting, one of you know the acting on the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. and people like him and everything, and people think Tom Hanks was good in it. Yeah, you know. and it's baz Luhrmann, so it has to be good or whatever right. i just didn't think it was that great mm. i didn't I, you know there was nothing about it and it's not like i don't like elvis or whatever right you, you can't know, say that right now anyway. like that right yeah um but i mean i just did not find myself like mm. sucked into it at all and you know when it's a a biopic right I can get sucked into people that I don't care about. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I can get sucked into their movie, even if I'm like, I don't care about this movie, you know, like, like I don't, right. You know, whatever. I mean, you know, Elvis is an okay. Interesting thing for me. Yeah. I mean, personally, right. I mean, I'm not a huge Elvis fan or whatever, but I mean, I like Elvis or, you know, I'm not biased against the movie going in or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man, it just didn't suck me in. It seemed like in a, in a weirdly kind of Baz Lormany way. Yeah, it was just doing everything wrong for me as yeah. far as, uh, this kind of movie. And it was, it was kind of weird because, I mean, I like some of his stuff, right? And, uh, I don't know if I do, you know, I like, uh, like Moulin Rouge, you know, um, but I thought you know everything that everything that he does that's like so very his movie yeah. right uh, that I like in other movies was like the same in this movie but I didn't like it in this movie you know didn't, right. didn't, work, didn't work for this kind of idea anyway that's interesting. but um, not that I meant to go on a huge you know rant about that but uh, but looking at these movies right like Glass Onion is good yeah. I liked Glass Onion a lot. We just we just covered it. Best Picture. I mean, I just don't think so, right? Yeah. Um. You know, Babylon. Nobody even likes that movie anymore. (laughs) It it, it had like this one week window, right? That was like the nominating week or something, where people were still. I mean, who's who's even rated that highly at this point, right? It's like everyone is like trashing on that. Um, You got RRR, which is good, okay? Yeah. Car, which is good, but then you got, like, Top Gun, I mean, Avatar. It's, like, all over the place, and mm-hmm. there are so many movies on here, and so many of them are like, meh. Yeah. I mean, why could this not be five? Right. Well, this could have been five. Right. And then, you know, anyway.
1: Man, if there's anything, if there's anything... If there's any small group of things that our podcast legacy, which is very funny to say out loud, I, and I can't believe I just did it, but if there's anything our podcast legacy leaves behind, it's, it's why Rotten Tomatoes, and this is sort of the same thing, why, why Rotten Tomatoes just doesn't work as a scoring mechanism, because again, it could right. be 18%. Right. I mean, that's not the same one, but um, this this notion of the bigger the field, something wins with just 13%. Right. Like, I I love that idea the more people think about it, and I just want them to produce the numbers. Right. Like, I don't know if it's the night of, probably not, because that's, maybe that's, I don't know, it's not discouraging or, like, you're not picking on anyone, but if Elvis only got 4%. Right. Then show it. I but mean, what's the problem? Maybe maybe it shows never, them that they no have one 10. will
0: ever show those numbers. No never, no, never. A, no award thing, because no matter how much we say it, oh, yeah. right? No yeah. matter how much we say, look, I'm telling you, everywhere every uh, yeah. everything everywhere got like 18% of the vote, maybe 21, something like that, right? Yeah. But you know a ton of people were voting for the Fablemans, a yeah. ton of people were vo- voting Manchies. for the Banshees. Yeah probably had a decent amount of people voting for tar mm-hmm. and maybe even you know those mm-hmm. other movies got nominated right sure. somebody must like somebody them. liked they, them. they got right. nominated right. uh so we're splitting some things there and, and no matter how much we say <laughs> that look man it got 21 percent and it yeah. won and that's uh, that's as good as that's going to get right? right right it's uh We could say it all day long, but once they put that number out there and go twenty one percent, then all of a sudden everyone goes, What the hell are these awards? Screw these, I'm never watching awards again. This isn't really the
1: best picture. It's
0: so it's such a weird thing, but it's exactly the same as Rotten Tomatoes, like you know, you brought up. I mean Something could be ninety nine percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and every critic on Earth rated it five. Right, and it's still ninety nine percent because fresh.
1: because of the way they do it.
0: And no matter how much we say that, it just yeah. doesn't matter. People right. are still going to put ninety nine percent fresh on their yeah. on their Blu Ray cover, and everyone's going right. to go, "Wow, look, hooray. Right. this right. is it's the new Shawshank. It's not yeah. real." You know, even though I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is not. Fighting it, I mean, yeah. They that, it, tell you, they'll say oh, this is the But yeah, you're never going to get those numbers. but buddy. great marketing too, like just fresh, <laughs> right? But right. I mean, uh, uh you know, there's no way that in this year, wow. everything everywhere got anything like you know, fifty-one percent. Yeah, like, there's no way that. How
1: many? Crazy. I mean, I know this is a dumb aggression in a way, but how many people do you think know the numbers? I mean, there's got to be a small know office exact
0: of exact percentage. percentages.
1: You know, they 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 you know, know it they I, don't they're not told to look I, at it i, I don't even they're not told know. to talk about right. it they can't share it
0: but they know it you know so, can you imagine being
1: the guy who's yeah, like yeah it's like with the hey,
0: oscars i really don't know cuz i don't that one's, i don't know who looks at what in the westinghouse oscars stuff is weird stuff yeah. is right um but there's like for the critics choice I, I think for the critics choice there's probably like two or three people who know yep right and then there's probably a few more who could like work it out themselves right like who who yeah. have all the votes and could look at them right and but i think as far as uh, the the choice who give the votes to yeah. whatever whoever they give the vote yeah. to you know everybody has to have their independent accounting for whatever <laughs> that tallies it right um who uh among the people who get those numbers back yeah. you know i'm not sure i think it's two or three i
1: was gonna say it's got to be less than but five more that than that know, there's a that few more than that i yeah. think
0: that could just do the math. they can suss it out or yeah, whatever, right. right but anyway that's so weird that uh, all up. right so uh best actor and here you got like kind of the same sort of thing swimming around because brendan fraser got it right yeah and a lot of people have been talking about brendan fraser he's won other awards already right yeah. uh for best actor and uh a lot of people have been talking about his performance. And I I really wondered about this one, especially coming down to the wire, right? Because the Golden Globes got split between uh Butler and Elvis and Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. So again, it was the same sort of thing, right? We got a bunch of people voting a bunch of different ways. But also, for the last, you know, two, three weeks, whatever, people really been bashing on the whale. So, I really wondered, you know, overall, as a movie, there have been, uh, there's been, like, kind of, you know, not exactly a backlash to anything, I think. But um, there has been a lot of negative talking about, you know, it's like, uh, it's too syrupy and mocking for a lot of people and then they review it and go, oh boo hoo, right. you know, or whatever. Right. They have to take yeah. their shot Let's take their shot at it. And and I think especially because the movie got a lot of attention for Brendan Fraser being good. Yeah. Like that was the first thing you heard about the movie was, Well, Brendan Fraser's awesome. He's back.
1: You know, right? kind of thing.
0: Even before anyone would said the movie was good you know i mean it wasn't like they were saying the movie was good yeah so i feel like there was kind of a little bit of a backlash maybe just to the fact that he was getting a lot of attention and then people were like ah wait this movie's not great or you know whatever anyway so that one is uh cool i still think in like the realest of real worlds uh i think it's kind of a crime that this didn't go to bill Nye and yeah which was uh in, insanely good, hmm. and uh, you know, Brendan Fraser's great. Uh, I think he was really good in it. I think people might be a little bit overselling how good he was in it, but he was really, really good in it, yeah. Um, but you know, people are talking like it's the best acting that's ever happened in the last decade. Right. It's like, right. well, come on, right?
1: <laughs> Bill Nye, he every time he comes up, I think of the first 15 minutes of your favorite film of all time. Right. You know, about time. Yeah. And just how amazingly perfect he is just on set. Like he's just rolling as this character. And I love that opening 15 minutes, maybe more than 80 or 90% of the stuff I ever see.
0: Like, it's just so right. fun
1: and breezy and he's so good. Right. And I've wanted to see, I wanted to see living for a while. I'll get yeah. to it, but yeah. Yeah, I've heard he's stunning it, So
0: um okay and then uh best actress went to Kate blanchett in tar and uh a- and this one was the golden globes you know gave one to Kate blanchett one to michelle yo and everything everywhere and that was uh an interesting moment in the award show too because like before the awards started like they got together oh, that's right. had like this little moment yeah of, you know it, it was yeah. one of them which you know it was a really cool moment watching uh, the show and clips of the show and all that stuff. But it was a little weird for like the other people nominated. right? <laughs> right. It was like right. they were like, like basically I walk over there. They were like basically congratulating each other yeah. before the awards happened. Right. They were like, you know, if it's you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If it's me, that's fine. But you know, right. obviously, it's one of us. And it was like, right. eh, yeah. that's not that.
1: That's nice. not okay. I don't, I don't know.
0: That's a little weird, but. Uh but Kate Blanchett is uh amazing in that. Um supporting actor uh went to uh was you know, Kwan. yeah yeah for everything, everything. Yeah. and and he has been raking in the awards yeah. on that one. Yeah. Um and you know, I kind of give it to him, right? I mean I'm I'm okay with him uh getting that one.
1: I that's a weird, that one's a weird category filled with people who absolutely should be there. People who absolutely shouldn't be there. And people are like, why the hell are you in there?
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not a bad category this year. No. And it's a tricky category. Both supporting categories are always tricky. Supporting actress is always worse. Yeah. Um, I would have given it to Barry Keegan this year. Um, because he was just, phenomenal in Banshee. He's so I thought good. He, I thought he was just like amazing. And as much as I have no problems uh with it going to uh Kwan, right the, the level of difficulty I think for what Barry Keegan is doing is a very different place, it's a different level. Right? Right? Yeah. Uh everything everywhere all at once requires mostly you to be kind of egg- Mm-hmm. right and not that that isn't hard sure. or whatever sure. but but also just i think for the kind of uh, you know i don't know historic moment that it is for him to win mm-hmm. now i think it's pretty cool right um but it you know if i have to vote and i do you then, do then that's not who I.
1: and if before. and if i'm being honest i actually thought and we'll see, you know. But I actually thought that feels like an Oscar win versus a Critics' Choice win. I thought the Critics' yeah, Choice yeah. were going to go with somebody else. Right. But the Oscars love the comeback story. They love the nostalgia. They love one of their own coming back after a hiatus or just... Sticking around and doing well, like that just feels like an Oscar win, right? Instead of a critic's choice win. I was surprised when he yeah, got it,
0: but we were, uh, you know, we were all about everything everywhere all at once this year, so yeah. there's a right. pretty it's solid uh, <laughs> contingent of critic voters who just yeah, were fond it, yeah, yeah, loved that movie. Okay, um, supporting actress Your was uh, Angela Bassett, <laughs> and uh. And, and, you know, I'll just say it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like a ridiculous win. It, it's, uh it, you know, nothing against her. She's great.
1: Isn't it a vote for her, but not the role? Isn't it mostly like we just yeah, love Angela it? And that's not the deal. Is, I know it's not the deal,
0: but it feels I, like it's her, not it the role. It really is just voting for her, being in whatever. You, you know, she could have been in like three movies this year, and you could have picked yeah. any one of them. It wouldn't have made a difference, right? Right. Uh I mean first of all the role is goofy the movie's goofy in the first place i mean uh i i really didn't get much out of that one yeah. um you know it was fine right yeah but for me for like you know popcorn not porn bs let's you know let's go not, to the movies let's not care about the plot and oh. all that sort of thing it wasn't even as good as avatar for me and that's like saying something because yeah uh, like i hate the original avatar right (laughs) Right. um but this one was just it was so like you know just cheesy and you know boring writing and just like the happy meal toy making yeah yeah yeah, it it was was really just commercial and her role was like I don't care who you put in that role. You can't get an award for that. Didn't, it's ju- it's just longer.
1: When not we say this before? I'm I'm. I mean, again, this is like the percentages. I don't know if it's true, but I believe it that she got that because of just the speech from the trailer, like when she's yeah, at the yeah. UN and she's yeah. just like, "You think we're weak? You think we're low? You know, we are not. I've lost
0: everything. You know that kind of thing." And I'm like, "This is a good scene." But yeah i don't know you're gonna get a statue for that i mean frankly this was like uh you know nominating violent night and it winning or, or all wonky, right right i mean all right like, let's go it's like you know i don't want to talk about this forever yeah. but um I, I, I think unfortunately also the, the like i said every year this is the category that sucks yeah right? this is the category where for whatever reason uh, no award show will find any decent supporting actresses, and it's not like they don't exist. Right, it's not that hard. They're out They're there. They're There, yeah. But there is some like algorithm of the movie has to be you know popping on noteworthy enough and yeah. good enough or whatever. The actress probably has to be somebody that we heard of before, or else yeah. we're not nominating them, right? Because challenge. it's just it's so it's such a goofy category. Uh, now i what i voted for i gave this to jesse buckley and women talking which first of all is actually a supporting role right which which you don't (laughs) always get but in this category if you got a vote right the other choices are jamie lee curtis and uh, stephanie hugh for everything everywhere all at once which neither one of them were i mean i didn't even like jamie lee curtis it's just the i, graphic. Didn't, I didn't like her all the they
1: wanted was graphic. to get her up there with the hot dog fingers behind her right and that right. would be and she'd have a sense of humor
0: about it and uh carrie condon and banshees which there's nothing wrong with her i thought she was great uh i just didn't feel like the role was well, enough to be really great or give her a chance to do anything really, really right. interesting. Yeah. So I wouldn't have voted for, her, even though right. she, she was good. Yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, Janelle Monáe and glass onion. And then it's like, whatever. I mean, I mean, get, I mean it's just, yeah. you know, she was good in that movie, yeah. but it, you know, it's still, it's like, um, goofy role. Like, mm-hmm. you know, glass onion, Best Ensemble, which it won. All right, fine. Best Ensemble, sure. Right. Best Supporting Actress. No, you might as well give Dave Bautista Best Supporting Actor. It's like, no one was thinking about that, right? right. Well, and for a good reason. Like, right. you know, it's like it's such a goofy category. Yeah. I as play. fun as that movie was, she didn't do anything
1: outside of the trick it was yeah, it, really. like it that was exemplary. To warrant it, really, like it wasn't.
0: It was, you know, remarkable. Great, not bad, right? You know she's fine. And, she's, and I. She's good. I don't even know that it's her either because I don't, I think you could put anyone in that role and I would say the same thing. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, yeah, totally what agree. Can you real, what can you do anyway? Uh, okay. So I already said ensemble went to glass onion. Um, and now one of our own little categories here, right? Young actor, actress, which oh, yeah, I love that we have this category. I hate what happened to it this year <laughs> because, um, there, there oh. weren't a, a lot of great nominations, I think. Yeah. Um, except for the person who should have won, Bella Ramsey, in uh, Catherine Called Birdie. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. She is, uh, you know, from Game of Thrones. Now yeah. she's in The Last of Us, right? Which, which just started airing. And uh, if you haven't caught that, uh, the first episode, anyway, yeah. is not bad. But uh, I wish, and I have no experience with the games, yeah. So I don't know anything, right? Right. I wish that the first episode would have like got us all the way there because uh, I know what you mean. The, because it is a good episode and yeah. it's fun and it shows off the people pretty good, but I feel like really the show starts with the second episode, because, right? Because right. it's the second episode. I mean, I don't, I, like I said, I don't, I don't know anything about the game, Yeah. but I have to think you don't start playing the game and spend like an hour playing it right. before anything happens. Anything. Because that would that be show, a weird game And I'm game. telling you,
1: people love that game. And if that show can even match some of the game, that's a surprise. Right. A blockbuster killer. Oh if yeah. If that thing starts falling off, people are going to like throw torches at things. Like right. they
0: love that game. Oh it's yeah. It's really, really weird. Yeah. Um, but she is she's great all around. Yeah. Um, she's actually really good so far in the show, uh, in the new show. Except didn't really have that much to do except yeah, be mad right, right. Um, yeah. But she's great in this movie. Yeah. But the rest of the nominations, uh, G- Gabrielle LaBelle won for the one for the Fablemans, and I'm thinking, you know, come on. Was mm-hmm. he awesome in that movie? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but uh, but really, what happened was the whole category this time just turned into was there a really big movie and was there a young person in it? And it's like, ah, oh, come on, that's right. like uh, that's like not what this is for, right?
1: I you- I gotta tell you the honest truth. I'm surprised none of the kids in White Noise got in there, and that, and that's just that's just me saying. Right, like, right. I actually thought they were engaging and i mean remarkable is maybe not the right adjective to label them but i thought that they were absolutely going to get something like that right any one of them but none of them you
0: know yeah i don't know uh all right anyway um and moving on to my favorite category although it's still not who i wish won but uh best director went to daniel kwan and daniel shiner for everything everywhere all at once which is another one where it's clearly like 18%, right? There is like a little yeah. group of the critics who just pushed just enough everything over the edge right. in a lot of these things um because Spielberg didn't get it and uh he did get the golden globe and I just love that he didn't get it because uh not that I hate Shane right? it was real but he just didn't deserve it right Right. it's just every time he makes a movie he gets to win best director and you know that's just yeah no i know that's just not a thing and and you know quite frankly i you know i like spielberg movies enough right you don't like them enough you need to like more. i I like you're too
1: hard on him because of his name
0: i like enough spielberg movies yeah i know he has not he has not earned the place that he has uh, by being like the great. He has not made movies that every movie he makes is like awesome, right Every movie he makes sells a lot of tickets, becomes you know part of the I, I mean if he's in the zeitgeist. And- if we were working the same way, right, James Cameron should have like you know as much respect or whatever. Yeah. Because well, James Cameron kicks Spielberg's ass in making money, right? And and Spielberg makes movies that people love. Right. And that people, you know, a lot of them anyway, that yeah. people want to watch over and over again, you know. Right. But I mean, you know, he's not Robert Altman. Like that right. uh, he, he doesn't or, or any number of other people, right? He's not a person that every time he makes a movie everyone everywhere agrees collectively that this might be one of the best movies ever. Right. I I remember
1: a few couple years ago, watching your hair get up about, uh, when bridge of spies came out and you were like, Oh, Spielberg directed it. Tom Hanks is in it. Let's just (laughs) hand it to him right now. And I just remember cracking up and I I remember thinking, yeah, why have an award? Why are we (laughs) even bothering to show up? Let's just go to Steve's place and have some more nerves with Tom. Right. And I remember cracking up because that, you know, Whatever criticism is earned there, that was a worthy thing because I like the film much better than you. But it was just this. There's a December Steven Spielberg film starring Christmas right, Tom right. Hanks. Just so that. put your envelope away, shut your mouth, and give me what I right. you know. They said that they said that It's just balance, really funny like, already. So checked. <laughs> That's great. So wait, who did you? I mean, you might have said it. You might be ready to say it. Who did you want? Cause you said you know, not who you wanted. To uh, end. I, I think I, I voted
0: for Todd field yeah. or tar. Yeah. Um, I thought, uh, I see, I think also the director yeah. whole thing is it's way too closely tied and it always is going to be, and there's nothing anyone can ever do about it, but it's too closely tied to best picture. Right. Yeah. And, and I don't right. think, I think Tar is a really good movie. I don't think it's the best picture. But I think right. he is definitely the best director among those choices, that, right? Right. You still gotta look at and and you know, to to really try to hit this home, right? Um, you know, jumping ahead, Babylon won uh best production design. And I think it totally deserved it. Right. Yeah. I don't like that movie. Right. <laughs> right. Cause I, you can hold two. I, I liked some parts, right. Yeah, I no. liked some parts of that movie, but it wasn't good. Right. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like that movie. And I, I love Damien Chazelle. I, I wish people could have seen
1: the look on your face when you said that the way I did, cause that was awesome. It should be on posters. You were just like scowling. You're like, it wasn't good. Like, Oh my God, that's a riot. Uh,
0: anyway, Sorry. and anyway. uh, like I, I like Damien Chazelle. I've loved yeah. his other yeah. movies, right? But that movie was just misses, just not good. Yeah. Um, and it started out, you kind of thought it was gonna be pretty good for a while, except that it was really like going Caligula, really, yeah, right? And stuff at the beginning, right? But uh, But then I don't know, it just swam around in circles of its own filth or something. It's like it anyway. But I think that movie deserves best production design, right? right? Um, because it had awesome production design, it doesn't matter how good the movie is, right? It's like that's what the award is. And I would I would not say yes. that he should win Best Director for that movie, right. right? Right. But he could definitely be dominated because it was directed well. Yeah. It's Somebody's just, better. Somebody's got to win. wasn't good. Someone has to win and movie. everyone else
1: loses. Right.
0: Right. But yeah. it's like, uh, you know, those two things should be way more separated.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree 100%. They're often way too tied together. It's, yeah. It's almost and, like and you, you just assume- movie-
0: and you know, once in a yeah. while, if you have a movie and it just like wins everything right? and you go, yeah, well, of course that's, th- yeah, th- that's how that should go. But that doesn't mean that every year you go, what's best picture. Okay. Now let's find out who's in it. Right. Let's find out who directed Nominate it. And now we line. know everything. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, that's anyway, that's just not how it works, but yeah. All right. So, um, original screenplay uh let's see that was that's also everything that's the two daniels everywhere all at once yeah and adapted screenplay is uh women talking and apart from the fact that i think it should go to living uh i don't really have any problem with women talking getting it either because uh you know that one's really good and it was a it was a strange year in screenplay because screenplay is the one where you will often get especially if you consider like all the nominees for original and adapted put together you will usually get like three or four movies that aren't nominated for anything else <laughs> even that, yeah that are like that are there what? right and it's just like well but it was a right it was, mm-hmm. that's the one that's- category where people understand what we were just talking the about with of it, director yeah. And, yeah. and whatever yeah um but this year i don't know there just weren't enough movies <laughs> yeah not enough to nominate but but i don't have any problem with those um cinematography went to top gun which i think is almost as batshit as angela bassett getting and uh, you getting the award
1: can you honestly tell me it wasn't just because and i know it's better than this and i know that Claudio Miranda probably did an incredible amount of stuff. But on the surface, that just looks like all due to GoPro cameras on a cockpit ham. You know, like all the best yeah, part of the I cinematography don't, I don't even know. The reason it won cinematography is because of the cockpit scenes where you see Tom Cruise sliding against the cockpit from one side to the other with the gravitational thrust. Like I'm positive that's it. I can't prove it. Maybe. But I'm positive know. because the rest of the film is fine looking. But it's not as any any issues that I may or may not have with Tar, holy crap, that thing is like stunningly beautiful. Yeah. In, in the I way think it's shot.
0: um I think in this year with the possibilities where you have uh Tar and Roger Deacons do an Empire of Light. Right. And Top Gun wins, I mean that's just I hope that's because somehow like 9% won out or whatever it is. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, I, I, that's the one thing this year. Those two awards are really the two that I have any, any problem with, but they're, those are nuts, right? Those are like nutty awards. And not only, I, you know, I wouldn't hate top gun, um, because like, you know, like we just said, I didn't love top gun. Right. But if it has great cinematography, then, then it has great cinematography. Right, that's the one. But it doesn't. And right. and, and, and not not, not only uh, all the stuff about just watching the jets in the cockpit and it's like, look how cool that looks. That right. means it must be good cinematography right. or whatever, which is not true. Right. But everything where you're not in a plane in this movie yeah. is like... um
1: sort okay. of average sort of average looking yeah you know it's uh standard shot 340
0: like yeah <sighs> anyway all right So enough uh complaining about that um yeah that one like threw me when that when that got announced i was like uh um,
1: did you, you did you watch them or did you catch up with them?
0: No, I did, yeah. I know um, when it's on, I you, I it's in watch the background. Them absolutely live. Yeah, no, no. Right. Yeah. Um, because I don't watch anything live. Right. Um, but, well, it takes forever. But I watch them sort of live. Yeah. You yeah. know, pretty right. live. Um, all right. And then editing was uh went to everything everywhere all at once again. And you know, I'll pretty much give you that. Uh this is a category where it's kind of like the general populace probably could care less and and and, you know, no offense to people who are just average people and aren't in the movie business or movie critics. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's fair to say that most people don't know if good editing is happening or not necessarily anyway. And you know, that that's not anything against anyone. There's no reason to. Right. Pretty much. Right. right? I mean, unless you're like a total cinephile and really want to, decide you care. Yeah. Um and you know, everything everywhere at once I think is uh fine when I think it, I think there are better nominees so and it's I would have totally given it to Tar. Um because I think that movie is uh you know, almost uh how are people going forward teaching editing not going to use that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, phenomenal uh, editing and i think probably i would i would rather have almost any other thing that was nominated win even though I, you know i'm not no, offended know. by everything no, winning know. because you know sure it's good right it's yeah. good enough i think it just won because people got in the habit of voting for everything right i don't think it's right. really
1: if, if anything it's because of the 40 minute jump scenes and you're dazzled right, right. with how many universes you're experiencing right. all at once. In that regard, both isn't that amazing and award-worthy, or you throw monkeys in a room with typewriters and someone's going to write a yeah. sentence somewhere. Like, yeah, all you I, have to do I, is kick things in a way. Like, in- it's a strange overkill of things where you're almost like, yeah, but you did too much but well, that's what the story was. well yeah it's kind of like, like it's a, uh, a win situation for that
0: and that mind. happens in the editing category because you know whatever like i said uh the majority of people don't know and don't care but uh a lot of movies get nominated because it's like look how many cuts there were no so best editing Didn't it dazzle you well, right? wait a
1: minute what editing like, it, always for me is a really fun one because it's in completely behind the scenes Closed door thing, like you don't even know how good the editing was because you don't see what was on the floor. Right. This is like a real like you got to be paying some sort of attention to what you didn't get and how you got what you did get to appreciate the best editing. Right.
0: And I'll tell you, pacing um, like that again. Not that anyone cares, but the real winner for this, I think, should have been All Quiet on the Western Front, which was awesome. You got, you got my vote on that. Awesomely, yeah, uh, you got
1: my vote. Edited because the pacing of that was perfect.
0: Yeah, and everything is like so well and managed mm-hmm. in putting everything together. I was just going to say wise, it's yeah.
1: it's very easy to mismanage a war film because you want all the explosions and then you want all the heroics and
0: then you want all the soft notes. That thing is that thing's done perfectly, I thought. Right. Uh all right. And you know, another thing that uh some people might have voted for Top Gun uh for cinematography um is also where this kind of relates to editing is because you know the story is that you know they had like eight days worth of movie by the time they were done oh, with the yeah. gun and then had to edit it <laughs> right. Into movie, right to a movie Right, they had out. yeah miles and miles of of options of film to yeah. cut together but uh anyway we got to get through the rest of these uh pretty sure. quickly sure. uh costume design black panther you know that's another one where i think Okay. whatever um i i would have given that one to uh I, I think babylon i voted for actually because yeah. it actually had awesome costume design i would have yeah. uh even preferred the woman king would have been cool yeah black panther i think is just kind of somewhat goofy vote i think i, I don't know. you know i don't know um hair and makeup went to elvis which i think clearly should have gone to babylon visual effects went to avatar and i'll give you that it had cool special effects it's, got the, it's <laughs> got the best of all of them it was uh what are you gonna do
1: rrr is right behind it though i guarantee um, that was only a percent oh, behind right right, right. and that thing
0: I love uh, just that. the fact that it got nominated yeah. for other categories yeah man uh, sure. all right uh comedy glass onion which uh i don't like that win i would have much rather that went to uh among the nominees, anyway, unbearable weight of massive talent, triangle of sadness, or Bros, all of which are actually comedies, whether you love them yeah. or not. And I don't really get Glass Onion being a comedy. I think right. it's, I think at that point, why have that right. as a as a thing? <laughs> yeah. It's not really a comedy, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it should have been triangle of sadness. Um, oh man. Anyway. Uh, animated is, uh, Pinocchio and, uh, um, foreign, which should have been Marcel the shell with shoes on for sure. Right. Um, foreign is RRR, which is obvious. The golden globes there went to Argentina, which, uh, that's Ar- right, which I thought was a shock. Uh, that's right. I forgot about that. That's wild. I thought Best song went to uh, Natu Natu from R R, which is also <laughs> awesome. That That's a great. That foreign movie wins best song. Yeah. That was awesome. And it is the best song. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm making that objective decision. I'd have to
1: hear Carolina from what uh, I'd
0: sing, but looking at the list, absolutely. And uh best score went to Tar, which is kind of a no brainer, um, I think. Uh Other movies had Especially good scores. Um, right. But. That one was awesome. And uh, I don't know, it works like so. Yeah. Awesome. into The movie. So, all right, that's the uh, critics choice. And if we have any hope of actually covering this movie at all, we should probably jump into it. So if you have any questions or complaints or concerns about the critics choice, uh, go to the website and uh, hit the contact form, or you can email me at Mark at ruscreening.com. And let me know your thoughts about the Critics hmm. Choice Awards. Uh, all right, Violent Night. Oh, yeah. And uh, and this movie, I think, for a lot of people, really kind of flew past them, right? Because yeah, I think it did. It, it didn't come out with a lot of fanfare. And as much as it's a Christmas movie, it came out at kind of a weird time. You know? Yeah. It, it came out where... You know, I don't know. Just uh, not everyone was absolutely in the mood for this kind of Christmas movie without a lot more lead-in. You know, you gotta yeah. make it, people more aware of this sort of thing because, I mean, it's uh, a Christmas movie, but it looks like a horror movie. It does. If you like look at the poster; it looks like Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah, kind of and, thing. And then at the same time, it's like you know, it's not. Exactly a heist, but it's like heisty and it's yeah. like you know, kind of die party, where yeah. it's like you got your one guy who's yeah hiding amongst the thieves while there's hostages, yeah. Uh and you know, then it's like home alone thrown in. Yeah, uh, yeah. like completely purposely. I mean, they even right. say home right. alone, yeah. and they do home alone stuff. Yep. Um, and if you're gonna throw that at people around the end of the year when all this other stuff is coming out or people are waiting for all this right. other stuff to come out, you got to give them like a fair amount of notice. If you want, if you yeah. want to turn up, you got to have like a lot of trailers. You got to yeah. have a lot of lead into this um, because there's too many other options and people don't right away know what they're getting. Right. Right. Um, it's hard to know what's coming. If you, with this movie, if you don't let people see a lot of clips, yeah, get a lot of exposure to the trailer mm-hmm. and not just like five second clips where you just see him sucking on a candy cane right? saying right. like Santa Claus is coming to town or, you know, stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. like that could be anything. Like you still could it's just be, a, you still yeah. could just be this crazy horror Absolutely. movie where it's just like, you know, I don't know, really? like Santa kills everyone. Right. Um, because I mean, you can get lost in the posters and I love that that too much. Yeah. yeah I mean, and the chewing the candy cane
1: and it right. says, you better watch out right. violent night. And it's like, is he a sociopath? Right, exactly. Like, like you don't know if he's you don't the next know. Jason. Right? Yeah. Right. He,
0: maybe he's God, so funny. And you don't really get anything enough from, uh, the trailers or the posters yeah. or, you know, any kind of marketing that we actually got um that he really is santa claus right uh you don't right like, it, it doesn't guy. really
1: sell it. it this guy could be and
0: that's like the whole thing right like yeah you don't know if he's just breaking into people's houses themselves and killing everyone or whatever <laughs> right. right yeah um anyway so i think that was like very unfortunate and now christmas time has passed Um, right but you know now now we're going to try and sell you on whether or not you should see it right um uh, so so the gist of the movie, now that we've gone all through that, is that uh, he really is Santa Claus. Right. And he happens upon, <laughs> uh, and, and it's really weird because, like, how has this not happened, like, millions of times by now? Yeah. But he happens to be, you know, Santa Claus is in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here we go. Uh, he's in the house of this rich people as John Leguizamo yeah. and his crew. Are trying to rob this private residence of these sickeningly rich people of three hundred million dollars in cash that they have in their vault. Yeah. And uh, and and so, boom! Santa Claus is there. Now all of a sudden, shots start firing. Right. He tries to just leave, and the Christmas <laughs> magic doesn't work for whatever reason. Right. Well, like, don't think about that too much. No, don't. Just <laughs> you know whatever it is. Um, and, and then there's this little girl and then uh-huh. he's like, gets all weepy. Cause yeah. you know, he's Santa Claus. He right. loves kids. Right? right. Um, and, uh, anyway, so then he's like trapped there and now he decides he's got to like rescue this little girl and, uh, and you know, he's, uh, he's a very specific Santa Claus, <laughs> right? Yeah. He can't just like. You know, he's not God, right? right? He can't just like magic all the bad people away or whatever. Yeah. Uh, So he's, you know, he's got to like duke it out with right. these people. Right. And he apparently has slightly super strength, yeah. but not so much. Right? Yeah. And, you know, he bleeds. Yep, a lot. This, whatever. A lot. Uh, and then you know, hilarity ensues. Right. I mean, uh he starts taking out the bad guys, <laughs> and then the bad guys are like, What's going on? And yeah, you know, yada yada yada. Anyway. And uh that's your basic premise. Um so now I did not catch up with this until uh extremely recently. Yeah. Because it it just, a lot of unfortunately stuff. Right. was not. No. Uh, you know, a high in the a queue. High priority,
1: Your queue right? is a bit different than most others. Like you got to get to it,
0: and uh, and so we're already running out of time. But I gave this one a nine. Uh, I loved almost everything about it. There were a couple of things that I really didn't like, uh, but I love uh, Not only did I love everything about this movie, right? Yeah. But this is a movie where, and you know, maybe I should wait a few weeks and see what I think after, you know, right my brain settles down. Right. But this is one of those movies where I'm kind of like, you know, if you don't like this movie, I don't know what we have to talk about. Well, there's a line in the sand for me. It's like it god, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> so bug. And it was funny cuz I started watching it and I'm like, you know, I expected because I knew what it was about. Yeah, right. No, because yeah, I sure. have lots of information. Uh, I, you know, I knew half of the script before I right. started watching it and stuff. Like I knew what I was getting, but I started watching this and I was like, ah, this will be like a fun, sure, you know, Breathe. whatever kind of yeah. cool thing, yada yada, right? Yeah. And I started watching this, and at the very beginning, I thought it was not going to be real great. Uh, At the very beginning, I was like, this is kind of like, we're doing like a lot of setup. I don't want like 50 characters I got to pay attention to. I want to know John Legazamo's backstory and all this stuff. But then after about uh, maybe 15 minutes, maybe it was 20, but I think it was maybe 15 minutes of the beginning. And after that, man, I was like rock. Buckle and hook. Yeah into this movie and i was like what is happening yeah it was so crazy right and like like i said apart from a couple things like i loved everything i loved all of the choices right mm-hmm. i loved the fact that he was getting the shit kicked out of him all yeah. the time like as opposed to like you know we're just making this pretty easy and he just has to be a little sneaky right. or whatever right but no man he has to like put in some work right like right. it's uh, it's crazy and i even love the fact that we get these tiny little hints of his backstory and that's it right like i love that they did that i was like oh god i'm gonna have to watch like 20 minutes of vikings and whatever right. magic
1: dust and, and then reindeers and, rain
0: gears and-, and oh. then uh all the stuff that you know, instead of explaining anything, he just keeps going. I don't really get how it works either. Right. Like I thought all oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I want to see the sequel. Right. Anyway. All right. That's, that's my. Cause you have, you have a choice there. You're
1: like, do we go real deep into the midichlorians and tell you why the force works? Or do we just go, Hey man, I don't know either. Do this. And that happens. Right. And it does it when I got these boots on and when I don't like, I'm, that's what it is. I, I, we've often said in the films that we cover, sometimes when you look at a film, you just know that like, that's a seven. That, right. Like that's just where it's at. It can't be more than a seven and a half by its own structure. It's going to be very limited. When I looked at Violent Night, I thought, okay, this is probably going to be seven and probably can't be more than that based on its structure. And I still gave it an eight and a half because. I had a blast. Like, I, it was exactly the film that I wanted to have when I watched it. I watched it on Christmas Eve, Eve. So I was on the 23rd. And I thought, I'm not in the mood to watch a Christmas story yet. I'm not in the mood to see Miracle on 34th Street or Home Alone. Any of these things. What I want to see is, I wish I could see Die Hard for the first time, or Lethal Weapon, or some Shane Black film that I know is centered foolishly and hyperbolically around Christmas. But I just want to see something in that vein. And Violent Night hit every itch that I I wanted. And even even the small things that I didn't love so much, they were fleeting. Yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't a problem like. Like Leguizamo's character, whose name is Scrooge, like, of course you're going to have the showdown with Santa and, and as grown people in their 40s, 50s, and some of them, I guess, in their 60s, they're like, hey, you never gave me my toy set, you right, know? Right. And I'm like, okay. The film works for me because it believes in one thing. Just tell the story truthfully. Like, if this were a thing and Santa was this guy, this is what would happen.
0: right?
1: And while it does that, tell it with as much heart and and fun as you really can. This is an elongated um bus scene out of nobody for me with Odin Kirk. Right, right. Like it's really just he gets thrown out of a window and he picks himself up, opens the front door, goes in and closes the door, and then they start fighting again. Like everything about the film I thought that could have gone slightly wrong turned out to have whatever attention paid to it boosted by much. Like I love his list. Santa's right, list right. all by itself gets three stars from me. Like I just love how it's like this iPad thing that's magical, and he's like, "What's your name?" Hold on, and then it just starts floating all of these like good and bad things. They're red. They're great. Like, and I'm like, I'm in love with that right, right now. Um, I thought it was actually sincere about what it was trying to do, without trying to forget what its main purpose was, which was to just make kind of a barroom Santa seem fun. And for an hour and 50 minutes, I'm a blast. I couldn't wait to see it again. I haven't, but I would love to see a sequel just to see if it works well. And the stuff that's sort of meaningless in the way that it's peppered in, you could lose it is just like when he's complaining about the reindeer, when they're doing mischievous reindeer things, right, when he's right. complaining about an elf for, you know, I don't know what happens in the second film. Maybe they get some, Vina carano Mrs. Claus to come in, and they both kill everybody like something has to happen, but
0: I want this to succeed enough so that I get another- sh- I get another shot, yeah, it was
1: fun. it was just
0: sure out and it is um there's uh there's a couple parts where you know like the home alone thing goes yeah. too far for me, yeah, uh little little and, things but and and it 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 goes too far when I almost thought it wasn't. I was like, you yeah. know what they're doing this uh exactly in a way that i'm okay with and then they just went too far and then it was you know just not as fun anymore and i'm like ah come on um and really the whole fam the family yeah could have been better right the family was like uh you know slightly in a different movie Uh, than, than the rest of everything that was happening right um, because, you know, it was a little, it was a little too corny. It was a little yeah. too over the top and it just didn't need to be, you know, like it right. was you can be like, you know, obnoxious rich people without being like the worst ones there ever were right, right. or like don't have really be. being, yeah. you know, super horrible for sure. And, uh. And, you know, other than that little nitpicky thing, little, little so things, whatever, not enough that, little
1: things to make a big thing.
0: Right. No, just, just yeah. stuff that, you know, kind of <laughs> function for telling the story. Yeah. Like, you know, it was nonsensically easy to break into the house in the first place. Right. right. I mean, sure. if we're this rich and right. this is the right. most well-guarded private yeah. residence in the country, yeah, and I'm like, well, no, it's not. Cause I know like five other private residences. It was way Walked harder in. to yeah. get into that. Yeah. But you know, that's what you have to do sure. for the movie to let's happen. move it along, yeah. Um, but man, um, like everything he did was awesome. Great. David Harbour was great, but he was so good in like every moment. What? And you know, the beauty of it is, and I'm going to kind of spoil this a little, right? Yeah. Um, and you'll just have to. Stop. like it or not it's, yeah. we're at time right, right. now you can just stop right now and say we love it we love whatever. it go check it out um i'm not going to spoil like everything but uh what i am going to spoil is really he's trapped yeah right like he's not like this guy S- santa claus or whatever right. right who's like i've decided i'm going to be santa claus or you know whatever like yeah. any you know there's only so many like santa origin stories that get a lot of traction or people know a whole lot about right Right. um but but in this one like really he's like trapped yeah and you don't know anything but somehow he was some regular person you know 1100 years ago right right and somehow he's trapped in this thing that he doesn't really know how it works Mm -hmm. and and all through the movie he's like well like I do this and this happens. I don't know how it works. Right. right. And like all the stuff about being Santa Claus or stuff that happens, like he doesn't know how it works. And it seems anyway, uh-huh. like he didn't pick this. Right. Like yeah, he has chosen thrust yeah. upon him. Right. right. And the way that he actually conveys that yeah. in like everything he does. Yep. Is just awesome.
1: Hundred percent. The film could have slid from nine and eight and a half to six and seven based on just another interpretation of delivering those lines. Right. David right. Harbour gives I I keep thinking about him when he does, you know, he does something and the kid is like, Oh my and he's like, yeah, it just does it, kid. I don't know how I do it. Right. There's a bunch of different ways to deliver that line. He says it as if he's been asked a million times. Right. He will not be rude to anyone but he's tired. Right. He just wants to go home and put this night behind him. Cause this is a long night. But the way that he inflects that one simple sentence makes the whole movie for me because yeah. that's the movie in a nanosecond and, and it
0: works. And the way that he does like everything, right? yeah. the way that he's like thrown a fit at the reindeer yeah. and the way Love that it. the way that at the beginning, like he just wants to leave. Yeah. Like if he could have just, and gone left he, he would have gone, gone. gone right yeah he would and done. then he's and then he's stuck yeah and he's like uh. and then it's even in the very uh beginning parts of when he really engages yeah. right in the beginning parts of that yeah. it's really fun because he's trying to figure out what he can do because right. he doesn't know he doesn't know at all right He's, he's like, he's like, like, what are my options here? In in some way, I,
1: I genuinely thought of the greatest American hero. He's William cat who got the suit and he doesn't know where the instructions are. And he's like, well, I mean, how did I do that? I guess I can maybe try it again. Like, it's just, it's fun that he doesn't, become omnipotent and just real, like you said, it's not God. I mean, maybe there's a version of him in another 1100 years where he just walks in and just winkles his nose and everybody's dust, you know, but this time, yeah, let's figure it out with our fists. Let's right. knuckle you up a bit. Because yeah,
0: because this is uh it's the Christmas magic and this is right. not what he does with the Christmas magic. Right. So he right. didn't know. It's a riot, right? man. It, yeah, it's great. Um definitely, definitely check that out. One it of is the best the most fun one
1: of the most like, surprising of, of them like you watch a film and you're like this is gonna suck or this should be great and it was just a surprise at how elevated everything got for fun right so and
0: and yeah i went into it thinking this is probably like five to seven yep and i kind of figured that harbor was gonna just be super fun to watch yeah. but it still was gonna be like in that range and i was like yeah. and i'm gonna have fun and so cool i can watch this right. and it was so much better than yeah. i thought it was gonna be it's crazy totally was- agree completely crazy but anyway go check that one out you like that too and uh all of the things that won or were nominated yeah. for critics choice awards uh we'll see you next week it's going to be a real serious <laughs> trek through a whole <laughs> lot of stuff. movies and hopefully the week after that will be less we might yeah. get forced into like one more week who knows right. um right but it's all coming to a head now. Thanks for tuning yeah. in and uh, be sure to rate us and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss the upcoming list. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to ruscreening.podbean.com or ruscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.